0: Yeah. That's play. That's down. That's i been i just to the gone i to know now wish you trying to give me your nuts just cuz want to give me the fuck i just i trying to get me your nuts just cuz want to give me the down i on that is you with me R.I.P. to DMX. Hey, yeah, the dog, him. man.
1: Shout him out, shout him out. I mean, he had bro. a hell of a career,
2: a hell of a life, if you think about it. What was that? <laughs> DMX. Every time I hear DMX oh, yeah,
3: park. that was DMX.
1: Yo, who's this guy on this mic, bro? Damn,
0: bro. That's crazy. You know why? Like, the word legendary gets thrown around a lot. Bro. And, like, he really was, like, a legend.
2: I mean, he went from acting, accolades, albums, a man of faith. He did it all. Like um, last night, I was seeing a couple clips where he was at an Albanian wedding. I don't know what an Albanian wedding is, Neither but do I. <laughs> he looks—he looked like happy as hell. Like, and people were sharing stories about him. So, I mean, like you said, one hell of a life, a hell of a career, and he is a legend. So, one time for Dmx.
0: Yes, one time for Dmx. Rah,
1: rah. <laughs> Every time I think about it I think about a dog
2: Yo I used to get in trouble Making the dog noises too Back you in the really day <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, Sounded man. like pop smoke And everything
1: That's where he got it from
0: Of course Of course
1: RP to X man but- Facts uh, Hey what's up people Thank you all for tuning in again Welcome to No Losses Silent Winds Yes sir you know, i Mike My brothers Also Shout out to our special guest My brother Asian brother Yo,
0: what's good? This Asian guy. or Filipino, or is that really not even, like... Nice, <laughs> exactly
1: like we
2: I mean. got to be politically correct, yeah. you know? Li- know? I mean,
0: we're...
3: It's either Pacific Islander or Asian. Okay. Asian wasn't really brought to the topic until, like... He's Blasian. Yeah, he's Blasian, bro. He definitely Oh, it's is. Kibbs, by the way, man. Kibbs. Kyle.
2: Oh, Yeah, round of applause on knows. time for yes, my boy. sir. The
0: most irrelevant person. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we got the homie Kyle today, and what's it's up. Like, up? All right, Brand. So, like, what are we definitely talking about today? Because I need to know.
1: Let's get it. So, everyone, um, obviously, we're in this series of relationships. And uh, just wanted to talk about, again, as a man uh, dealing in relationships and just talking about confidence. Um, Long story short, um, I want to talk about how we all find our confidence. Where does it come from? And how do we, you know, portray it? And I'll go first. So I feel like my confidence comes from, you know, who I am and who I have my identity in, which is in my faith. And I think that for me personally, um, you know, wherever I go, I definitely want it to be shown. Uh, and it's kind of funny because sometimes you can kind of see and feel the energy of people that are confident and um you know, I definitely want to continue to leave that impact wherever I go and whoever I come in contact with to know that that guy, Brandon, was a confident guy. And um, how I find it, you know, it's definitely, number one, it's my appearance. You know, I take care of myself for sure. This
0: man is calling this mic and say he's a
1: pretty boy. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's light-skinned. Girl. Would you expect? <laughs> Poppy Champagne.
2: It's champagne. Oh, you
3: Drake's other brother. Okay, I get, I get where you're
1: going with that. <laughs> 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 nah, for real. But um, appearance is a number one for me. I, for I mean, sure, I gotta. Sure. I gotta dress the part. Uh, I get my hair cut. Facts. I do my eyebrows. Big facts. I do my nails, but I don't do no petties or manis. Mm-hmm. I do my own nails. I don't put no nail polish on them or anything like that. But um, it takes
3: effort to, you know, get up every day and, you know,
2: spend like like, 30, 45 minutes just doing that alone. For real. Self care, though, I feel like. Yeah, self care cleaning up is definitely. Self
1: care. So I think that overall, when you continue to think about yourself and think about, you know, how do you make yourself feel important, that's why I feel like where your confidence comes from. And uh, that's that's for me personally. Well, I know for
0: me, I feel like definitely my faith is the reason why it plays the biggest role in my confidence. But I would say, like, you gain confidence from positive reinforcement. Oh, yeah. so I can sure. y'all sure. y'all can't tell me that if a girl be like, "Oh, you cute" or "you funny," that that doesn't play a role in your confidence. It gives me low self-esteem. This guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm like nah, Kyle too nah. cuz I'm like,
2: "Yo, you really think I'm
0: cute?" Yeah,
3: but no, sometimes some people can't
1: it, take comments. Yes, but
3: yeah, something. but sometimes like you don't know if they're like gassing or not. That's why know? I'm coming like, That's some, why I agree. Sometimes some people, sometimes can't people take just comments. just be like that, but do they really you know, it doesn't you matter know. if
0: they gassing or not but it's still compliment I will take it you know yeah.
3: <laughs> no, like really I, believe in that if it's something positive you might as well take that rather than like you know
0: that's what I'm saying because yeah. you're over there thinking now you're putting it down in your head like exactly. am I really this exactly
1: well I, that's the part I think that's where your confidence comes from because right. I feel like that's where validation a lot of people need validation let's be honest For sure and uh, I think that if you know yourself if you're funny if you're cute if you're handsome, whatever the case may be, like, you don't really need other people's opinions. Like you said, the positive reinforcement is like, okay. Like, I already know that for myself, but it feels good to hear from somebody else. Facts. For sure. For sure. <laughs> it, it, it does. Always. It gasses always. you up, like it, you said. So, it's you know. more
2: of like, you know, like you said, validation. It's more like, you already have that confidence where it's like you know, I'm that guy. Yeah. You can't tell me nothing work to Kanye. And then somebody else kind of like doubles down on that. It's
3: like, mm-hmm.
2: yep, it's facts. I know you guys talked about your confidence being on your faith. But for me, it's more like my character and how I present Mm -hmm. myself, you know, being a team player, being a hard worker, being loyal, things like that. And that's where my confidence kind of derives from.
3: Yeah, I feel like sometimes, like, it's where you seek validation on, like, things that you deem important. And, like, if it gives you that satisfaction, that's where your confidence starts to, you know, increase more. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, of course, like, you know, what I said earlier when I say, like, When I think of these things like, oh, they're probably gassing, you know, like you always like think the negatives and positives, of course, but of course that you'll, you'll absorb the positive more than the negative, you know, you're just like always thinking like, is this guy like serious? Like, (laughs) is this girl serious? Like, they're just probably gassing me. I mean, it really depends for me, especially like, you know, certain experiences. Mm -hmm. Like before I used to like think so high of myself, but then certain experiences be like, damn, like experiencing the low really like get you thinking of course like always like and like do you really believe in yourself do you have confidence in yourself so
1: i definitely think that Mm -hmm. we always think about our insecurities so much that uh like you said it's like an enemy Mm -hmm. and um it's the seesaw like you got your insecurities on one side then you got your confidence or whatever yeah on the other side so it's like how do you balance it out and i think that for me personally because I know we talked about it previously in the episode that my insecurity used to be, it's crazy, like I love dressing up, but I'm insecure about my body. And I think that when I dress in nice clothes, people don't even care how I look physically because they see nice clothes. And that's where my confidence is like, okay, like I know wherever I go, I'm going to dress nice so they don't have to look at me like physically. But they could look at me on the outside and say, okay, this guy can dress, you know, pretty good. So you could
0: definitely use your insecurities as fuel to fuel your confidence. Yeah. Because essentially that's what you just did. Nah, yeah. yeah. So like for you, Kyle, when you said there's like situational-based situations, um, what were you like alluding to as it pertains? Like, is it like, you know, for example, getting rejected from a school Mm. or uh, relationship-wise? I feel like, you know... I
3: spent a lot of my important years in the Philippines. So it was like mm-hmm. kind of like a different world from what I was accustomed to here. You know what I mean? I like spent 23 years here, and then four or five of them were in the Philippines. Yeah. And I think when I went to the Philippines, that's when I was really trying to, like, you know, identify myself, like, who I really am, like, you know, all this freedom, but, like, there always comes a consequence. So, yeah. like, you know, being from a first world to a third world, like, it, I, like, tend to compare compare and contrast and be like, Dan, like, I never, like, experienced, like, something that, like, you know, like, let's say, a breakup. It wasn't yeah. as hard as, like, you know, I took it here. Because mm. I feel like there's so much comfort here that everything was just, like, you know, all my energy and, like, everything was just, like, in so deep in thought. But since, like, in the Philippines, it's so fast-paced, like, it's just, you know, just just quick. Like, I have no time to do this because I'm also going to school. Like, I feel like it's just so many factors that, you know, you just got to, like, live life and you can't really, like, think about it and, like, live with no regrets. And then, but sometimes, like, it takes a toll on you later. It's yeah. like an after effect that, like, dang, like, I really went through all of that. And, like, I barely had time to self-reflect, self-evaluate. Like, damn, like, like, I'm pretty broken. But, you know, it's like I'm working towards healing. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's like. That's why, like, when when I said earlier, it's, like, the negatives and the positives, it's, like, balancing it out. Yeah. So, So, of course, like, I'm always, like, thinking of negatives, but, like, you know, like, I'm trying to grasp more of the positives and be able to absorb that and really believe and, like, you know, gain confidence. Okay. So, what was the
0: difference between the fact that when dealing and gaining your confidence in situations over here Mm -hmm. opposed to dealing with that while you was in the Philippines? I think, like, um, this
3: time I was alone in the Philippines. Like, this is where I was more independent. Like I had no one to rely on, like not even really like my family. Like my immediate family was all here.
0: and then no and one that's, else in the that's Philippines. a drastic yeah. change.
3: For sure. And it was just like a culture shock, like everything. you know, even if I had like a lot of family in the Philippines, it's really different when I had an objective and yeah. I had a goal. like I was I was just you know trying to get my degree in the Philippines as a, as a nurse and then certain things like you know happen along the way. sometimes like 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 I said, the freedom comes with a consequence like you have so much freedom like you have so much like there's barely any rules come on like compared to like you know here and i felt like i kind of abused that in a way that like while i was going to school like i was just messing around like like doing whatever and then i took i felt like i took certain things for granted Mm. and then um you know that's that's like basically the consequence of being like and you know like individual like individuality like being independent that it comes with that consequence that all of these experiences like you know like you're the one who's responsible for them and then you can't you can't really like go to your mother father because they're halfway across the world yeah so you know with me like it was like more of like figuring out like searching where like you know i would find the answers and it was actually like you know relative to to brandon He, he said he got his confidence from faith and it's crazy because I like originally, you know, I, I was I'm a Catholic boy. I used to do a lot of youth groups here, like you know, a lot of retreats. Facts. And then um, somewhere along the way, man, I, I kind of like lost lost it. You know, like, I kind of mm. just I felt like I was just moving in such a fast paced like environment, and like where my experience my experiences were leading me to is just like I felt like I didn't really have time to just say say like a a prayer. And then that, that was obviously on me. Like, we always have time to say yeah. a quick prayer. Like, but I felt like when I said prayers, they weren't, like, meaningful. Like, I wasn't like, all right, like, Lord, like, this and that. Like, I was just more doing a quick prayer just to just to get rid of it. So it's like an and empty I mean, promise in a way. Yeah, it was like an empty promise. And, like, that's just kind of reflective of yourself for sure, too. Because, like, yeah. you know, making empty promises for yourself. Like, yo, I'm going a, I'm to a do this. but But on the side, I'm still like. Around like In a certain way, like, doing doing stupid stupid shit, you know. So honestly, the confidence like increased when I had my faith back. That's when I was just you know I was like hit rock bottom, and then my bad, yeah, I'm like choking. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, choking my spit, my bad. <laughs> Yo, but um, yeah, that's when um when I hit rock bottom. You like really, I had that time to self reflect, and then you know, eva- self
0: evaluation, and then you know, I prayed and like more meaningful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So was that prior to you uh, getting back or that was why you was still in the Philippines or? Was oh that, yeah.
3: Yeah. You know, that's, that's what, that was when I was in the Philippines and, you know, okay. starting to like, you know, get, get things like, you know, like kind of like patched up and then the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. it was just like, you know, it took me like a year, year or two, like with everything that, was, that I was going through, it's just, you know, my main goal was always, you know, with school, like, you know, I have to get my degree so I can, because I have, you know, everyone has so many plans, but yeah. when, but there's, there's like certain keys to unlock certain doors.
0: And, that, I and that's true, yo, because when we were talking about, you know, alluding to intentional being my mm-hmm. word for this year, it was more so along the lines of like hitting rock bottom mm-hmm. and, and that's like your confidence not being there at all. Exactly. And then you deciding, all right, now I'm going to take charge of it, of my life. And really do the requisite things I need to do in order to build it back up. Sure,
1: for sure. Yeah, yeah. I, again, I think, um, you know, when you're at the bottom, because we all been there, mm-hmm. and uh, the only way to get to the top is just trying to figure out how to. And I think that what I always believed, uh, I call it gas. You need a game plan, accountability, and support system. And uh, if you have those three things... Yo, where do you be coming up? I know, <laughs> he just came... Like, he freestyled this. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's just, it's just something I, mean, that he wrote I always book believed. Come on, man. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you're right, you're right. It's, it's part it's, of the book. Right. Right. <laughs> come on. It's, it's my, right. second book. Uh, my second book. No, this it's my second book. Nah, i This guy's black. a philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an influencer, actually. For real. But uh, yeah, man, I just think that when it comes to certain things, like it's just life in general, like you need a game plan because when you think about it, when you go through the dumps, Uh, If we all had a book to say, hey, here's how you get out of certain situations, it'll be so easy to follow it. But I think that that's why we have to go through things alone so we can figure out what we need to do uh, in regards to everything in life when it comes to every emotion. You know, we all been hit with a lot of sad moments, happy moments, and uh, we all deal with it differently. But it's just the craziest part is that we all are human. Like we all deal with the same things. We just cope with it differently. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we understood about the the game plan, like saying the accountability and the support system, like you know what to do every day. We just don't do it all the time. Yeah. So that's why having your self-accountability of like, yo, like if I'm going through something. And I know my confidence is at this level. What do I need to do to get to another certain level? And it's only up to you. And this is the reason why I feel like there's times when it comes to your support system, you put other things in other people's hands and they can't fulfill it. Then you get mad because, like, you put in other things in people's hands. And it's just not what it should be. Like, if anything, you gotta hold yourself accountable for a lot of things. Sure, sure. Everything,
0: honestly. So, when it evolves relationships and situations like that occur, okay. Like, what are you supposed to do? Honestly, so it's like, all right, you're supposed to be accountable for yourself. Okay. But at the same time, you're putting energy into somebody else. Yep. So, essentially, your heart's gonna want to be accountable for them as well.
1: Yes, but I also think about who's responsible for you, mm. me exactly so in regards to that she can't be responsible for you however if you give her that responsibility to take care of you it's a different story so and what i mean is obviously happiness yeah if you want her to be happy with you cool if you want to be happy for her cool but if you don't have happiness how do you expect her to be happy and if she doesn't have happiness how do you expect her to make you happy yeah it's
3: like in in a way like um what did they say I think it was uh, Will Smith said that, you know, it's it's kind of selfish that, you know, you look to someone else for happiness. Mm-hmm. The happiness should always come from you. So you have two happy people sharing happiness.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. So but I also just, think about like, you know, let's be honest, like we're always dealing with some type of trauma and pain. Yeah. Like we sure. all are 100 percent healed from certain situations and we actually mm-hmm. go to people for certain things. So when it comes to relationships, I feel like, yes. There's differences between dating somebody while you're healing and then dating somebody while you're still in pain. So like the unhealed feelings. And I again, I've been there. Break that down. So I feel like personally, based on my experiences, when I went in my second relationship in high school, my first relationship cheated on me and my parents were divorcing. So I was really upset and I was really angry. And I had a rebound in between after my first relationship and into my second one. How long did that rebound last for? Like, two, three months. And it was <laughs> my boy had it all lined up. Mm-hmm. But now, nah, was he... And it's to think about it was the dumbest decision I should have I made. Mean. And I think about it, too, because, when again, when it comes to your healing process, like, I should have never entertained that girl because I hurt her. I should have never gave You realize her that later
3: on, man. Of course. And you don't realize it when you're, when you're hurting. In the moment. You
1: know? no, yeah, yeah. so it was
2: just did. to, like, fill the void because yeah, yeah. you were dealing with not only... A breakup, but your parents divorced. So that's a double whammy right there.
1: Yeah, and again, I'm in pain. So my second relationship, she didn't notice it. I never explained it to her. I was easy to, like, hiding it. I wasn't really lying, though, about it, but I was hiding it, and I was suppressing feelings. And when petty arguments happen, like, that shows you how much unhealed emotions you have. Like, when you think about how you guard your heart, you show yourself what unresolved trauma you have as well. Mm -hmm. So in regards Mm. to... um, When she was trying to get to know me and open up, like, yeah, I was opening up, but I was opening up for the wrong reasons because I was giving her my happiness and putting it in her hands, but I wasn't happy. I wasn't feeling loved. I wasn't doing anything. And um I couldn't fulfill the relationship. Like I said, so why I you know I feel like it was just like
3: a selfless act, like act on your behalf. Yeah, it was you know, like maybe by nature that you know, you're just always used to like giving Away, always so, like, and know, i'm a giving type to provide, of person yeah i'm trying a to giving provide, type right.
1: of person and mm. that's just how my natural personality is but i also think about you got to also give to yourself sure like you just can't keep giving to other people if you don't know how to give to yourself so um you know again like kyle was saying like i've m- I noticed it last minute when she broke up with me my second relationship and that's why i had to get myself together i told myself yo brandon chill out like sit yourself down figure out what you need to figure out get those game plan have accountability for yourself. And if you need a support system, do what you need to do. Start talking to people, but ask for help too if you need it. And I still understood at the end of the day, like it was only up to me to get myself out of my situation. Yeah. So I um, feel
3: like th- there's always like a pride issue as well, for asking for help. As always. It oh, always. Always. Is. Like specifically, it always is. like, you know, what kind, of, what type of help you need. But like when it comes to like lending an ear to someone, that's something that's easy.
1: Bro, you know. give a, if you call sure. somebody right now, i like, yo, how you doing? I'm just I'm checking doing. and see All what's right. up. Like, it means a lot. Like I said, we talked about it before in our last episode, checking in on people that can come a, as a simple thought, like a name, like, oh, shoot, I never thought about that person. Let me just hit them up. But again, when it comes to pride, like, oh, well, they haven't talked to me in a while, so I'm not going to hit them yeah. up.
2: Or even just call them up, thinking like, yo, I don't think they had the time for me. I mean, and people who know me know I check up on Everybody Mm -hmm. Whether it's a phone call Mm -hmm. A text Even a voice message I don't even know Who do voice messages In 2021 But I still do them Just so you know Like how you doing You hear like my voice And like my excitement Or even my frustration You know
1: To let you know like Hey
2: I'm here to Check in on you Make sure you're good Your family good If you have any issues You know You can reach me Any way possible Yeah And that's
3: what I realized For sure Like over time That I used to feel Some type of way When and I felt like I was, I was like, giving, like, you know, my happiness to certain people. And yeah, I yeah. felt like they didn't really deserve it. Yeah. But it's, like, not that case. Like, you know, so many people, they're just, you can't expect everyone to be like you. Like, mm-hmm. how you are, like, so giving. Like, you can't expect everyone to be like that. When did you, you know? realize that for yourself? Um, <laughs> Definitely in the Philippines, honestly. <laughs> I mean, like, I felt like over here, you know. When I was like living a life in comfort, like you know I had so many friends, like I started to realize stuff on my own when I was doing stuff for my own, you know mm. and then like honestly you you see like the dark side in people, but sometimes like you, you can't really assume that they're all bad because you know they're everyone's hurting, man like you know we all lie. every every everyone like goes through something every like a lot of people are broken, you know a lot of people are still in pain, they're still healing you know you don't know what stage they they're still in. So over time, like, I learned how to not assume on, like, yeah. you know, certain things about, like, certain people that, like, all right, this guy is just, you know, probably hurting. Maybe he doesn't have the time, like, because, you know, maybe he's dealing with anxiety that, you know, he's utilizing all his energy and effort to try to break out of the anxiety to be able to say hello to mm-hmm. someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, getting, getting out of a, such a dark place after, like, you've been there for so long mm-hmm. is effort. And like, there's actually a post that I that I um, you know posted up earlier on Facebook. Um, it was like, don't let anybody break your peace because they don't see what you do behind the scenes. Like, that's real, yeah. So I kind of like got that. That was like from yesterday. I'm not gonna lie, you know, like my family was like getting on me on about certain things that you know talking about my future and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I realized that, you know it's like off topic, but like, <laughs> no, <Nah>, it, it <laughs> yeah. all goes size of one another. Yeah, yeah, but like you know. They were getting me certain things, you know, with this pandemic And the fact that, you know, I'm still not graduated You know, and just certain Like, so many things happened in the Philippines And that, you know, I take Accountability for it, you know, I'm responsible For, like, my own actions and, like What, like, I have not been Able to accomplish yet So, like, it kind of just ticked me off In a way that it's like Rubbing alcohol on the On a wound, like, damn, like Yeah, like, I know, bro, like Stop pointing it out. Yeah. So it was just, that's why I came up with that. Like, it was just like certain motivation for myself that, you know, it does take a lot of energy. Like nobody sees it, but like people should just be more aware. All right. You know what I
2: mean? So scaling back to confidence, because Mm -hmm. it seems like, I know I experienced this myself Mm -hmm. going back to my homeland Mm -hmm. where I hit rock bottom and then I found myself a little bit there. What was the moment for you in the Philippines where you started to pick yourself back up?
3: Honestly, Um, it was probably when, um, once I hit rock bottom, I was just like, always just thinking like, no, I'm not, I was like kind of like stubborn, like, I didn't want to pray. Like, how is this going to like help me? Like in the long run, like right, like right now, like what's, what's going on with my life is like more like physically. I'm like, well, like praying may not like get me anywhere. And that's what I was always thinking. But I felt like, damn, I need to clear my head and do something. So once I started going to church more, I started praying you know, making the effort to go on Sundays, like, you know, doing doing all this and, like, getting in touch with people who I used to, like, talk about, like, my faith all the time. and yeah. like, you know, talking to Brendan because, you know, Brendan's, like, you know, high in faith. And then um, that's when I started talking to, like, my friends more here. And then it kind of just, like, reassured me that, like, things were going to be okay even if it was, like, going to shit, like, honestly. But then that's when I started getting more confidence, starting, you know, becoming, like, active, like, you know, working out, like you know, I'm gonna utilize this time, these setbacks to to really figure myself out because it can't really get any worse from there once you feel like you hit rock bottom.
0: And at you the know? end of the day, like when you when you say that, um, gaining confidence requires action. Exactly. And period. Period. Exactly. Period. Like, it just requires <laughs> real, action.
3: Man.
0: You won't really Fine. gain any confidence just staying inside. Like, what are you gonna can't. do? But you gotta you, make moves. Yeah, for but, real. But you know what though? I feel like sometimes people just think like. That God is just going to send somebody exactly. to you But mm-hmm.
2: That's what You know how they say Like I'm waiting for God For my significant other and it's like Nah
3: It's more like surrogates Like you well, know You see God Through someone else Uh huh You know what I mean mm-hmm. Like I feel like Sometimes it's misconstrued And like you know A lot of people have misconceptions About like Like you know A higher being Of course You know A higher being that you have faith in Oh my bad <laughs> No no <laughs> yeah. you're good yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But um Basically, like what I like see is like I see God through my mom, my parents, yeah. like, you know, it's just more of like they everyone is just like trying to like think of like a physical form, form of like God. Like, yo, what is he like gonna like come down and start like levitating or something? It, like. it, and it reminds me of a joke. Um, yeah. so
2: it's an old joke. So a man was in a flood and he was on the roof of his house. And so the first boat Comes by And he's like Hey do you need help I can rescue you He's oh, I like I noticed, yeah, yeah, Nah yeah, I um, God's gonna provide for me So the boat goes off Second boat comes in Says the same thing Hey um, Flood's getting higher Do you need help He's like No God's gonna come Provide for me So eventually The man drowned Goes to heaven And he's like Hey God um, I was asking for help And I thought you were gonna provide And God is like Yo, you big dummy! Like the two boats I sent were for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like exactly. For real. So like yo, you that's said, not funny. there's yeah, people yeah. in like physical form. Yeah. Like you said, you see God in your family yeah. and all that, and for so sure. I think people kind of overlook that sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know.
3: Yeah, for sure, man. Like that—that's what I feel. That's why, like, um, when I was going through rock bottom, I finally had like, when I said that, you know, I let go of social media. Like, I didn't really want anybody in my business, but. You know, it, it has become like, you know, something that people can vent, like a platform that people can vent in. Mm-hmm. And when I finally um, posted like something on Facebook that was like, you know, concerning, like, damn, like, you know, I'm, I'm like really low. I forgot what I posted, but you know, like a lot of family were reaching out. Reaching out. out. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, and then my, my brother, you know, when a certain thing happened, me and my brother were going through. them, me and my sister my brother, and like, we were just devastated. Mm-hmm. It was the passing of my cousin. So like that's when it kind of just turned like, like it was, it was just like, that was it for us. Like I felt like so numb. Yeah. And then that's when my brother, my sister and, you know, my brother's girl, like reaching out towards me, like to me. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, just calling me to see like, yo, how are you doing? Like, I know the situation there is like, you know, you can't really go out much and, and you know, there's like a lot of negative shit happening around you while you're also going to school. It was just like so many things bombarding me at once Yeah. that like, how can you act? You know what I mean? Like, trying to organize your thoughts and then try to break out of, like, a negative thought and try to apply action while you're also trying to be positive with people around you. Like, I live with my uncle and kids. They don't want to see, like, those kids are, are going to, like, grasp everything that they see, you know Exactly. What I mean? So, like, if I have, like, a negative attitude, like, I'm just, like, always, like, sleeping, being lazy, like, and I'm, like, blaming, like, myself or, like, you know, people around me, those kids are going to grow up to be, like, so depressed. Like, what, what, they, what they see their uncle? Like, why is my uncle like that? Like, why is my, you know, oh, yeah, like, big, like, older brother. Like, why is he, like, always, like, in his room? Like, why is he not doing anything? Like, why is he not, like, active? Why doesn't he talk to us? So it's just, like, it was like that at the time because I was so hurt. And then I was, like, you know, I got to change my attitude towards it. Like, I got to, like, see this as, like, a kind of, like, a blessing in disguise no matter how negative it was, you know? Not so I was just sure. like that that definitely altered my mind in a way to be able to, to become more positive. And that's when I started getting in touch with like a lot of people that you know I haven't like really spoke to, like Brandon, Jalen, my brother. Like I don't really like talk to my brother like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then more and more I was starting to like call my dad, my mom. Cause you know, when they call you and you, you're like doing something, yeah, you trying to them off the back. phone. For like yeah. nah, like partying a or at a club or something. Yo, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for for real. In college I used to do that, yeah, and I'm
2: like, yo. I'll, like, tell him, like, yo, text me and I'll call you back. Mm -hmm. And then I think eventually, like, my dad and I, like, my mom and I didn't talk as much because at the time I was going through, like, my rebellious phase. And I left Jersey for Maryland to prove to her, like, yo, I can do this on my own. Mm -hmm. You've been hard on me. You feel like I can't do it. But my dad and I, we kind of grew closer. And every conversation is like, hey, uh, you might want to call your mom. And I'm just like, damn. (laughs) yeah. But, I mean, that those four or five years, actually, I appreciate it because it definitely strengthened my relationship mm-hmm. with them. Um, I mean, for them to see me on my own and, you know, on my own too and just doing what I'm doing and then
3: for me, for them to give me the chance to like, you know, give mm-hmm. give my own space. Yeah, for sure. I feel like everyone needs that, man. Honestly, to be able to figure out like, like who you are and like what you want to do in life because there's so many things that you grasp everywhere like inspiration, you know, negative things, positive things and then you don't know Really what, like how to act. And I feel like, you know, you just need that time for yourself to be individualized. You know? Yeah. Um, so, individual
2: one, so one thing my dad has said, and I think this will resonate with everybody, is it's your world. Okay. You can pick and choose what you want. You can pick and choose your friends. You can pick your choose your lifestyle. You can pick and choose your activities. Like he said, if you want to go tattoo loser across your forehead, go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. If you want to go hang around druggies or you want to go hang around with people who want to do something with their life and go and get their master's, fine. I'm not stopping you at all. But from here on out, all the decisions that you make are on you.
3: Mm-hmm. So, sure,
2: yeah, man. you're going to be influenced by everything around yeah. you, but it's up to you to make the choice of what do you want to keep and what holds some yeah.
3: kind of value to you. Yeah, for sure. That's how you gain your confidence back, man. Nah, awesome. yeah.
1: And I think, too, when I just think about confidence in general, because... Like, the more you do things over and over and over and over again, like, it's just, you strengthen those uncomfortable muscles. So, again, with exercise, yep. uh, you know, Kyle, I know you dance your ass off. Facts. <laughs> no, For real. real. No, no, <laughs> definitely Both of y'all did. had to dance moves yeah. yeah. in yeah, back in the day. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. He danced his ass off. So, it's just, you just practice. You just do what you do. And you once you continue to practice, it's like, okay, now I'm starting to develop, like, Confidence is just what it is. And I think that when you continue to do things over time, over and over and over again, like, can nobody say nothing to you? And I think that's why, again, sometimes when it comes to advice or just when it comes to certain things, like, I can't tell you how to deal with your cousin's death because I never had that. Mm -hmm. Like, only you can go through that. And I think that everybody grieves differently. But I can't tell, like, yo, it's just your cousin, man. Like, good. (laughs) But it's my cousin. <laughs> yeah, really. You have other cousins by me. Yeah. It's just how people deal with it. And I think that, crazy enough, people need your confidence too. Just like they need your strength, just like they need your sure. love, just like they need your happiness. Like there's other people that need that. But you also gotta understand. You know, how to give it to yourself again over and over and over again. And again, just like I think about it too, it's crazy because every time there's going to be a water bottle or something in front of me or like a water with a jug, I'm just going to say this reference over again. But when you think about a water bottle or a water jug, you constantly pour into other things, your family, your job, uh, your friends, whatever the case may be, and just starts to go down at some point. But you got to understand how to fill yourself back up. you got to understand what you need to do and how you make yourself feel important and how you make yourself feel confident in certain situations Because At the end of the day Like Can't nobody tell you nothing what Can't tell confident. me nothing sure. Word to Kanye Can't nobody tell you nothing Yo, I, I was about to say that too <laughs> <laughs> So
2: Actually that's the perfect person When it comes to yeah. con- confidence Kanye does not Give a fuck about What you think
3: That's fact Because he's Kanye
2: West And he's gonna do Whatever he wants Whether you agree with him Or not I mean You see it all the time Whether yeah. it's fashion His music His rants It's And for me When I see it I'm like
3: He honestly says
0: whatever. Yes,
2: oh, that's Kanye being Kanye. I mean, if I agree with him, I'm like, yeah, I I side with you. Even if I disagree with him, I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's Kanye being Kanye.
0: I got a question, but we could answer it some other time, though. Let's get it. Is there a point in time that your confidence can be too irrational to the point that it's a detriment to you? I was thinking
2: about that. Like, That's going to be a downfall.
1: Overconfidence. Overconfidence. For sure. Let's get it. Hey, people, we thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in. Yo, yes, thank you guys for having me. Yo, man. Kyle, we're
0: Appreciate definitely you, yo, having bro. you back on it's right yo, the, the show. Real, it's been, right a, the it's show. been a minute. It's yeah. our last linked up with of you guys course, bro. Sure. Glad to see you back, man. And my, my, as God continue to bless you, man, sir. And yo, God bless bro. all of you, bro. Thanks. Thank you for p- putting me on, bro. bro. Of course, man. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. Thank you so much. Of course. Until next time, we out. Sure, yo. yo.